Enjoy the show. Drive on Lug Multi-streaming across the internet. This is the 293rd presentation from Purjangers and Wallhangers Media Network. And of course, welcome to Lug Nuts. Oh, we're going to talk about a ship. A ship at sea. This is still a car podcast. We're going to talk about the Fiat 500 X Hybrid. On the 2022 WRX Subaru style. Lambo Fuel. Himes. Skoda's flagship. And much, much more. Play on my tanger. Drive on Lugnuts. Right on over here to pjandwh.com, where you're going to find all the crazy and lucky nutty moments right up top, as well as last week's Lugnuts podcast, uh, Stingray, Stingray Grill Link Breaks the Fourth Wall. Okay. He, he almost, he almost broke the fourth. Wall. Almost. But I couldn't fit almost in there. But I can fit Walljanger Gaming right in here, where you're going to find me and Big Brother Saturday through Friday streaming all on Walljanger Gaming. I'm going through the Old Republic, enjoying my stream. Now got Aladdin's, gas, uh, Aladdin's Castle Gaming and his wife helping me out last stream, really uh, adding to the whole flavor of gaming. And uh, you started something new. Dying Light Two. I just Abruptly. got through the uh, the uh, the tutorial. Yeah, I know you hate tutorials. I, 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 this one wasn't bad. This okay. was one of the better tutorials that annoyed me very little. But you know, all right. But Dying Light, the first it's one the hardest. Was really great. Um, yeah, uh, Monday I will uh, try for uh, the uh, the first open the mm-hmm. the area you can go anywhere. Awesome. I can't wait. Because Dying Light 2, Stay Alive. I love the first definitely. one. Oh, wow. And there's a lot of hype around the second one. So there's a lot of hype around you tuning in to Walljanger Gaming on Monday from 3 to 5. Check out Big Brother streaming Dying Light. Ah, uh, but up first is our first story. A ship, a ship at sea. <laughs> a different thing dying. <laughs> yes, carrying 4,000 cars bound from Germany to the United States. Oh. Audis, Porsches, Lamborghinis, and there was a few Bentleys on board as well. It was left adrift. Adrift at sea? Yes, but it turns out it's because there was a fire on board and 22 crew members had to be rescued by the Portuguese Navy. So it was under control. Okay. They just, you know. But as you see here, there was a bit of a fire, and people can't breathe in that, so they had to. uh, (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of toxic fumes in there. But I mean, I gotta imagine from a customer perspective, I Mm -hmm. guess I'm not getting that car. It might be a couple days. Yeah, a few might be a couple days. If you go, if you scroll down, you can see the. uh, There you go. They're pulling the crew out. Yeah, that's nice because it's the Portuguese Navy, and they have evidence. (laughs) <laughs> they have evidence. You know, I like this. This one. These, these photos bad. look less stock than yeah. everybody else's photos. And yeah. 
Less ads. Absolutely. Or absolutely. But next in this story, we're going to talk about the Japanese Five. Oh, boy. The Japanese Five are starting a V8 that runs on hydrogen. Ooh. The Japanese Five are Toyota, Yamaha, Mazda, Kawasaki, and Subaru. Mm-hmm. They are making a 5-liter naturally aspirated V8 that runs on hydrogen. One distinct feature that they mention is the top exhaust manifold. They typically tend to steer away from V8s. Yeah, but they typically tend to steer away from V8s in the Japanese market. You know, they're more V6s or a four-cylinder turbo. Now they're just going balls to the wall with a V8 hydrogen engine. Yeah, well, they've been developing this for five years. I put it down at the bottom. If you remember the unsuccessful Mira. Yes. Yes. That was Toyota working on that. (laughs) Now they have progressed to a V8 that they say will have 455 horsepower at 6,800 RPMs that has 398 foot-pounds of torque at 3,600 revolutions per minute. We have the technology. Yes, we can make you better. They say hydrogen engines have an innate friendly feel that makes them feel easy to use without restoring, resorting to electronic driving aids. Mm -hmm. I will say I really like those electronic driving aids. I don't know how many of you remember driving without anti-lock <laughs> It was so much fun, wasn't it? <laughs> no. No, it was not. It was terrifying. When in yeah. doubt, Resto modded out. <laughs> but having this V8 hydrogen engine to be able to drop in, you know? It is nice to know that there's going to be options. There's going to be the uh, hydrogen fuel. They're working on the synthetic fuel. There's a lot of different things that are promising for the future of motoring. Yes. Just like this next story. Oh, God. To get away from this ad, absolutely. Yeah, that's the whole reason. There we go. Fiat 500 is going hybrid. Here is the new hybrid powertrain with 11% better fuel economy. That's something, right? It has a new 1.5-liter four-cylinder engine with 130 horsepower and 177 foot-pounds of torque. It also has a 48-volt, 20-horsepower electric motor, supports seven-speed. That's supposed to be a pause. With an electric motor, it'll have a seven-speed gearbox. 9.3 seconds to reach 62. I think it looks, I mean, it looks fine. You know, it's not overtly like Fiat, like the Abarth was, like well, really trying to stand out. Well, if you don't like it, you can get it with the other badges that it will be sold under. Okay. Yeah, that's part of the Stellantis group, I believe. Uh, okay. How, like, yeah, yeah. a lot of others are just, it's going to be a Fiat 500. I'm sorry. <laughs> It has a BSG, a belt-integrated starter generator, and a small battery pack that will improve the vehicle's efficiency with a 100% electric startup. 
I don't know why that's a big deal, but it is. Okay. <laughs> I guess. If you'd like a manual, the 500X has a six-speed manual. Okay. We all know and are used to. I mean, if that's your kink. I like the little uh, fold-away cloth top. Yeah, it's it's a nice little It's Italian. very uh, Mediterranean of them. I don't yeah. see it working here. No. It was no. snowing the other day. Yeah. Yeah, no. That's not going to work here. But it's a very nice idea, I would say. Just like this next story. Now, sometimes when Mercedes-Benz says they're going to do something... Yes. They don't do it. And I'd also like to point it out. Look at CNN for getting the proper photo for the story. That is very impressive. Th- that's very impressive. Although Mercedes-Benz is probably a sponsor, so we shouldn't pat them on the back. <laughs> Mercedes-Benz has a brand new 677 horsepower monster. Get the, the right photo! Benz AMG EQE. No one picked those letters. <laughs> Copyrighted now. Yeah, find your own. This will be an all-electric car. What I found interesting is it will have a sounds that will be generated from a quiet hum mm-hmm. to a jet sound. Okay. I, I guess, guess the, so Jetson, you, the Jetson sound is a bit, uh, you know, that's probably too expensive. Because so so, it would be too quiet and people are used yeah. to a, something. Well, that's very popular right now for uh, car manufacturers to pump in sounds to the interior, like especially the quiet things, yep. like the dampening stuff. So mm-hmm. adding in different sounds to make you feel like you're really drive, to make you feel like you're driving a real car is definitely something that I could see them doing. I definitely a think real a car. Good. It'll yeah. also have locking sounds and projection headlights with an animated pattern. I think you need to... <laughs> no, not that kind of projection headlights. No. <laughs> 677 horsepower, 0 to 60 in 3.2 seconds. I think you need to communicate more. You'll be able to get the groceries quickly with that one, but in short bursts, it can have 751 horsepower. It'll have two motors. It'll have a two-motor all-wheel drive system. So... Uh, this kind of means that it'll redistribute the power based on how you have it set, like race or like snow or high elf, uh, high oh, elf. No. Oh, like different kind whatever. of race. Oh, race, snow, comfort. Not like race, like high elf, ogre, you know, Nord. Not that kind of race. No. Okay, different race. Right. Yeah. All right. And uh, if you go below, they have the picture of the screen, which is very. Uh, Ooh, reminiscent of that. Uh, that I like it that. Look exactly, it looks a bit like that uh, concept car they showed. Yeah. This is called the Hyperscreen. I love which that. Which covers the entire dashboard. So they're, they're really putting into play quickly those uh, concept ideas. I mean, that looks so sci-fi. And futuristic. Yeah, I mean, I'm down. Who knew the future would look so good? Yeah. Unlike, I would not want to replace that screen, by the way. It's probably very expensive. expensive. Keep your children away from it. They're only allowed in the back seat. I can imagine, like, that taxi glass. You know what? A standard in cars, like, at least an accessory for parents. It would be expensive to replace 
at the dealership, and you couldn't get it anywhere else but the oh. dealership. But oh. for the dealer, it's probably probably rather cheap because it's two screens. Oh, I'm imagining you'd be surprised. No, you'd be surprised. Those electronics that it and that's like one whole unit. That is at least a five grand screen. Easily, easily a five grand screen. Oh, right that there. hurts me. And that's not to count the small one right there. That's probably another two. I'm sorry, it's a whole thing. You got to replace all the. It's screens. a whole unit. You, got, it's one and the other, and then there's a hard drive. So that's like twenty grand right there. Have a nice day. Damn, I don't mean to drop these bombs. Okay, well, uh, let's uh, let's talk about the next story in reality. Back to reality with the Subaru WRX 2022 starts at 32.6. Sounds good, right? All-wheel drive, 271 horsepower turbocharged with that 2.4 liter flat four, Mm -hmm. 18-inch wheels, and it has a CVT automatic transmission. Looks good. It looks just like a WRX should. You know, I mean, Except Subaru has that, that kind of look that it's it looks it like looks, an Evo. It looks, but not, it's not an Evo because it has it. It has that transmission. Yeah. Continuous variable going to fail on you. The letters may not match up. No, no. But, um, you know, Subaru has their own thing going on there. Yeah. I'm not shitting on the WRX, but a lot of the newer models have looked exactly like an Evo. Yeah. And this is not doing anything else. It's a classic look, and it looks pretty good if you're in line for a Subaru. Oh, it looks good. I'm sure the base model has the CVT. I'm sure they must offer an actual transmission they must they yeah. must please yeah please offer a real transmission they might but it depends you yeah. never know but what, what are the italians doing something better i hope i, I certainly do remember last week when what when they were saying something about uh not getting rid of engines so quickly yeah or they will not go quietly into the night. Yes, they will continue to make yes. engines until they are dead. And it turns out they're going to make some synthetic fuel to go in those engines. There you go. Well, we know Porsche has been working on it for years as well. So it's nice to see another person throwing their hat into the ring. Hang on, what have you got on your paper? Well, they say that the synthetic fuel is greener than regular fuel, although it takes a lot of energy to produce. So they say it should be reserved for important things like Like Lamborghinis, electric production, (laughs) long distance trucking, flying and Formula One. All right. I'll allow it. They, They literally mention Formula One. Yeah, I think it's because Lamborghini's trying to get in the Formula One game, and and if something someone like Formula One picks up on the synthetic fuel, like they say yeah. that they think it would like really explode and it would get. I mean, very you could popular. get rid of Williams and just add Lamborghini in there. Well, I wouldn't. They be would. Mad. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I wouldn't be mad at all. I haven't really been following it, but 
we have a very exciting story about Skoda. Yeah, we'll see. We're going to talk about their flagship, the Monte Carlo. This Czech brand, this is their fourth generation on this flagship that looks like a BMW. They should stop. Uh, Boy, are they going to fool the people at the supermarket. Right? <laughs> oh, that's a nice BMW. That's, that's, it's a Skoda. It's a Skoda. Right. Well, they added the black accents and the two-tone look to catch your eye with this one-liter Mighty three-cylinder, five-speed manual transmission that will produce a staggering 95 horsepower and 129 foot-pounds of torque. Top speed, 120. Yeah, I'm not really feeling this uh, this Skoda. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's from the Czech public and it's a reasonably priced and there are car. way too many pictures of the back end but oh interior here uh, a nice uh, looking not bad. modern interior kind of looks very a little honestly a little bit volkswagen like a bit, yeah a little bit with the red accents accents the way they have it uh shaped here for the grill or uh, for the uh, i would say it looks rather. like a tasteful interior it looks good. I I love a good black and red is a very good color to have in here for this kind of color. And the black and red matches the exterior. Yeah, but also you have a nice green right next to this. Uh, it's very driver centric here, and on the very driver's spacious side. on the passenger side. Right, it's not driver centric on the passenger side. No, no, yeah. that wouldn't be good. Yeah. Uh, here you drive. <laughs> Only in Japanese cars. <laughs> but kind of Volkswagen still with that pattern. I mean, they didn't go plaid. It's, very, it's a very simple pattern. Copied the colors, but it's they, not a bad very car. very racy there. It, it doesn't honestly sharp. look like a bad car that I will never, ever get the driver by. But you could see a lot of people liking it. I mean. Well, Volkswagen Corporation, in the next story, has something to say about it. The CEO of Volkswagen said, no, we will not take it to the United States. You will not be getting this car. And I got a button for that. We're working on bigger and better areas to think about, like Africa, India, and Russia. I will admit there's a lot of people over there. Yeah, there are. There are. You can take your underpowered Skoda and... I'm sure they will enjoy it. Probably. Uh, you never know. They might. But so, what someone's got to power the world. You could get it from Europe and uh, have it shipped over that for is a couple way, thousand, I think. That's way too expensive. But I've never had a car shipped. so. I and then where are you going to get it fucking worked on? Volkswagen. Okay. Actually, I'd know. take it uh, to a place up the street. But still, I mean, it's like, I don't know. You you get a car in this country, you have a dealership that you can go to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even when, um, what was it, Saturn went out and they had recalls, they still went, they had a dealership that they were to go to. Yeah. There is no Saturn anymore. No. And we're all glad for that. Oh, yeah. But 
If you're sad to see that website go, you could go over to our website, pjandwh.com. Contact us. We'd love to hear from you with all your motoring wants, needs, desires, dreams, accomplishments. Yeah, man. Uh, if you have a luggy and nutty ride, you just hop on over here to contact the team. Find us on all social media handles, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Twitter. And, of course, it does not matter if you drive an Audi or a Ford. Nothing rolls without lug nuts. We'll see you next week, gang. Drive on! The auto show got pushed back. There's uh, virus, super virus going around. Yeah, it's uh, happening in March. So we may actually have another, after so many years, live at the auto show, Lug Nuts. Yeah, that'd be cool. So we'll have to see if I get free tickets. But maybe not. Maybe so. <laughs> oh, I'll get free tickets. But it will happen if... The auto show happens, so that's another little lug nut of hope. We'll see you next week, gang. Until next week, drive on! Play on my tangas. That was a good segue. Our Island Kelly. It was really, really bad writing. You know what else was bad? The FIA. Man, the FIA came out and said, yeah, you know, that guy that made that bad decision at the end of the race, well, we fired him. Good. The Grand Tours website said the FIA agrees with Jeremy Clarkson, and that's what linked me into that Of story. course he would say that. <laughs> of course that would be what he would say. You know? Uh, Jeremy, you know we love you. I was like, yeah, all right. Yep. And then... There, he said. There, he said exactly what I expected him to say. Exactly, but <laughs> the article actually was cool because it was he was pretty much saying how they're going to have two guys like off and on, and they were from different um, like types of motorsports who are going to be stewarding this. That's fantastic. You know, you got the rules in front of you. You're looking at it at a live stream, real time. You know, and it's you and this other guy. It's two perspectives rather than one guy saying, nope, nope, fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a good start. And that's what Lewis Hamilton said. He said, you know, it's a good start, but you got a long you way know, to Formula go. You know, Formula One has come a long way from cars that were so dangerous that uh, in Jackie Stewart's day, he just quit because, like, too dangerous for me <laughs> fuck all that noise yeah it was uh <laughs> now they're they're very safe i mean they're still traveling at 200 miles an hour in some places or even faster yeah. than that yeah. especially in abu dhabi with that really long oh, the longest yeah. straight in the world oh so they're still da- oh dangerous like norton this is what like football fans go through when they don't have their sport you know, it's, uh, you have a mouse in your hand. I'm so glad this is the end credits. <laughs> it, it, it. But I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. Grand, uh, drive to, uh, drive to survive. That's coming out on, uh, 
I believe March third or March eleventh. So we're gonna have that to look forward to. As well as when does the new season start up? I don't know. It's like Soon. sometime around there. Yeah. It's coming it should be coming up. I mean, I imagine they're they're releasing all the cars and Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Right along the line, they didn't do the puffer fish. They just kind of went sleek, like they all of them, all of the I new cars looked, looked up them yet. Well, all of the new cars, they look like they're going more aerodynamic around the cabin of the driver. Yeah, so they're kind of evolving in that as sort of the one space you can't really make any smaller. Yeah, and but they do have a weight minimum they have to meet. Yeah. Unlike in the past, because if they don't meet the weight minimum, they have to add ballast and not anywhere they want directly under the driver, which is a really bad place to put it. Yeah. So maybe building up, they're avoiding that, so, you know, building out different uh, things. It helps. They're looking, looking after the drivers more, looking to make it as fair as can be. And yeah. We love that. Another thing we love is you hitting that subscribe button right there. Right above my head is the very best purgingers and wall hangers video for you. Right above Big Brother's head, well, that's every single Lug Nuts podcast in a playlist. And as our main man, Connor, always says every week, Drive on, Lug Nuts. We'll see you next week, gang. Drive on. Drive on, Lug Nuts.